Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. ball represents and what this hole represents are the first four games of the season, the first quarter of our season. So this ball to me goes in this hole, okay, it's four games worth, all right, goes in the hole and I'm going to put the first piece of dirt on it, okay, anybody else that wants to put any dirt on it, you help yourself and if you don't feel like you need to do anything like that, okay, I'm fine with that, but here's your shovel, here's your tool. And those four games are over with, and we're about ready to go to work here. Football! Football, yeah! yeah. Football! Yeah. Football! Yeah. The late Tony Sperano. Forgot that we had that clip. Oh, that was here. a great clip. Well, he was. I feel like he was a little too passive at the end there. He's like, we're going we're gonna to dig this hole. We're going to bury those first four games. Like, you, don't, you don't have to. He was Zim's you, guy, You don't man. have to do it if yeah. you don't want to. Sad stuff. Tony Sperano, man. All right, this is Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing. And uh, it's a four-question Friday, but I believe we're posting this on a Saturday because we had some breaking Gary Kubiak news to address yesterday. So four-question Friday. Are you guys ready for this? I've got four good ones for you here. Oh, yeah. I'm confused, I'm a couple I'm confused about the day of the week, but yes, I'm ready. And maybe we're posting it on a Sunday. I don't know. You say, never know. But what, but what to me. I could wait. I could just never post this either. But what if wow. I watch it on a Monday? <laughs> Well, the sabotage that's, show. Well, that's your problem. That's a that's, me problem. All right. Uh, yeah. Looking for a new producer. Yeah. All right. Let's start with this one here. Okay. And I, I keep, I keep butchering like the emphasis on which syllable and pronunciation. I'm just going to go for it. Robert Sala. Sala. All right. Sala. I'm going to just steer the clear. new head coach. Phonetically, the pronunciation that I found is capital S A L. Sala. Hyphen small U. What? What? What would it be? The rest of it's small. Yeah, yeah. Lowercase, I should say. Yeah, so we're emphasizing the first part, Sala. the, the salad. I think salad. Yes. I think you I think you nailed it. Okay, Bald Rob, the football coach, uh, will not He call, loves football. He is a big time he football He loves lover. football. Yes. Football. So he loves football, but he will not call defensive plays with the Jets because he wants to take on a CEO approach what? to the job. Oh. considering how bad the Vikings defense was in 2020 and the pressure on Mike Zimmer to build a winner here, should 
Mike Zimmer get out of the defensive play calling business and be more of a CEO? I'm going to say that I believe that he should, but I, I'm going to go back and postate this and say he should have done this a few years back. Because what do we talk about? And I know, I know, we all agree that when Mike has his de- uh, defensive personnel in place, that it can be very good. But what do we talk about as being the shortcomings of Zim on game day? Right? It's things like thinking things through, like the challenges, the clock for sure, right? Yes. For sure, timeouts yes. for sure. Um, calling one side of the ball, and, and I know that there's a lot of offensive guys through the years that have gotten hired because of that and actually call plays. But nonetheless, I want to take you through what I perceive to be the most important job of the coach on game day. That is to be up to date and to know exactly what's going on on both sides of the ball. It is to manage the clock. It is to manage timeouts. All of these things, and it's a lot, all of these things, though, get taken away from if I am hyper-focused on one thing. So, I understand that Mike's forte is defense. I get that that is his thing. But I will say this. I think what Robert Sala is doing here is actually a very good start, and I think it's very smart. It does not mean that during the course of the week in the buildup to game day, he will not have a huge hand in how the defense is going to operate, the game planning. But if you're going to give yourself as much of a chance to be successful at the nuance of in-game coaching, which I think is incredibly difficult, then taking the CEO, I'm going to know what's going on on game day, and manage it is very smart. Yeah. What about you, Dex? I, I'm still bullish on him being a defensive-minded person. I want him on the field for that. Now, if, if the question is removing him from the head coaching job and, and making him literally just a defensive coordinator, don't worry about the philosophies on offense. Don't worry about the philosophies of the game flow or, or coaching uh, in-game decisions. I'd rather have him be in that mold. But in terms of a, like a football CEO, I just don't know if his influence would translate. So I think so I, I disagree with Judd on this. And and I listen, the, the picture you painted is a picture that works great if you have a coach that understands how to play the CEO role. You know, John Harbaugh is a great CEO. John Harbaugh is constantly thinking about clock management and timeout preservation and, and by the way, some guys are CEOs and also call plays. Like Andy Reid, although Andy Reid has been early in his career, was really bad at clock management. Yeah, I think there's he's been a little bit better in recent years. Mm-hmm. Some guys can do can do both, but mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer is not a CEO type. No, he is who he is, exactly. and they've decided to go forward with him. And so I think if if they can get some pieces back on defense. I would say, all right, ideally it would be great to have more of a CEO coach who kind of can put his hands in the offense over here and be much better at timeouts and strategy and game theory and those things. But because he's Mike Zimmer and he is who he is and he's and he's unapologetic about that, I would say, all right, dude, you dial up the plays, we'll get you Daniil Hunter back and you make that defense as good as possible and we'll get you a left guard and somebody else will call the plays on offense. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. If you don't have... That gene, though, to, to be to get the the big picture on game day has to be the, the most important thing. If I own a team, I'm really down on my GM. If you got a guy who it's very clear to me is just a football-y football guy who doesn't get the game itself. Yes, it, there's so like, much I want more. A C, I want my coach to be a CEO. Hey, look, my uh, my strength is on offense or defense. That's fine. But I also want that person to have what you talked about, Phil, the John Harbaugh 
I also get what the ultimate job on Sundays yeah. is. Offense, contrary to the old cliche that defense wins championships, offense drives championship success in modern football. And we brought this up on, on another episode here at Purple Daily that you go to Football Outsiders and, and they have what's called DVOA and, and they essentially rank offenses based on how well they perform in context. So it's not enough just to rack up yards. They'll ding you for garbage time. They'll elevate you for a third and 15 conversion in their metrics. Mm-hmm. And the and the top five offenses in the NFL this year include the four teams that are playing this weekend. And so I actually, like, I take issue with head coaches that are defensive-minded to start with because it's like, all right, you're defensive-minded. Well, offense is kind of what's driving the league. And then if my defensive-minded head coach also wants to be, like, bogged down calling defensive plays and thinking even less about offense – it's kind of a problem. Um, so, and then but, he wants but, to run, and so that that's that's probably a reason to replace Mike Zimmer at some point. But because Mike Zimmer is the coach, he's not a CEO type. Uh, just focus on what you're good at and see how far the Vikings can go. <laughs> All right, question number two for Question Friday. Okay, uh, this is another one from from Judd here. I'm stealing these from Judd. Pick one player off each current team left in the playoffs and put that player on the Vikings. And I'm going to throw a curveball at you and say Pat Mahomes is off the board. Oh, I oh, I thought of this. Quarterbacks, QBs right? off the board. Yeah, that's fine too. So yep. let's. I, I took I fine too. I took all QBs off my board. Okay. Okay. Uh, start with Judd. All right. From the Kansas City Chiefs, I debated between uh, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, but I'm going to go with Kelsey. Tight end, dominant. Wow. Prototypical. What you want right now in that spot. One hundred and five receptions. Okay. 11 touchdowns, 23 catches of 20-plus yards. I'm going Travis Kelsey from the Packers. Devontae Adams, obviously, 115 catches, 1,374 yards. Uh, I had a defensive guy, too, but 18. I mean, can you imagine if I could plop him on a roster with Justin Jefferson and Thielen? Oh, my gosh. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this one was a little bit more dicey. I do not take an offensive player at all with quarterback do off coaches the board. Count? Can we take Bruce Arians? Of course you can, but I took a defensive player, and I took a young linebacker. No, not Antoine Winfield Jr. He'd be my second pick. My first pick, linebacker Devin White. Nine sacks, 18 tackles for losses, four pass breakups, incredibly impressive. And then finally, from the Buffalo Bills, yeah, I couldn't help myself. Yep. I just, you, yep. you got to do it. You got to pull the trigger on what might be the best wide receiver going right now and certainly is one of the best in the game. 127 catches, eight touchdowns, 20 catches of 20 plus yards. Stefan Diggs. So I went Kelsey, Devontae Adams, linebacker Devin White from the Buccaneers, and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, we're almost in lockstep here. Uh, for the Packers, I have Devontae Adams. I mean, he might be the only wide receiver who was more dominant than Justin else, Jefferson. No. I'm, I'm, I'm no. updating mine as we go because I have. I'm gonna. I want different ones. Sure. Yep. Okay, so yep. I want Devontae Adams. I do think he is probably the number one best wide receiver in the NFL right now. I'm going Devontae Adams. For the Bills, too, I'm, I'm, I want my boy Stephon Diggs back with a different coach, different philosophy. All of a sudden, I mean, my God, you couldn't even construct this on Madden. Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. That is... Thielen's gone. uh, Thielen, yeah, you know what? (laughs) Screw Thielen. He's out of here. (laughs) He'd be an ambassador for the Vikings. Uh, You can also go to the Packers. Don't care. Um, You have three deep there. I'm all for it. For the Chiefs, though, I'm going with the Honey Badger. 
Yep. I, I want Tyron Mathail yeah, on this. He, I don't know how. Uh, was it, He was with That's Arizona it. before, yes. I believe, correct? I don't know how they just let him go away here. I, I, he was He's unbelievable at his position. He's super smart. That's a great And one. having a savvy guy with him and Harrison Smith possibly on the field together, dude, good luck. I love it. I'm with Judd on the Bucks too. I think Devin White is unbelievable. This is what you want Anthony Barr to be. 140 tackles, nine and a half sacks, a guy that can get after the quarterback. That This is who you wanted Anthony Barr to be. And the Bucks have a real special linebacker here. So my players would go Devontae Adams, Lonnie Badger, Tyron Matheo, uh, Stephon Diggs, and Devin White. All right, so I'm, I'm sort of adjusting this on the fly here because um, I don't want to just pick the same ones. But So I'm, I'm going to start with meat and potatoes with you guys. I'm going to start with Green Bay, okay? This offensive line can pluck a couple real interesting hog mollies off these teams. And one guy is 25 years old. He's the left guard for the Green Bay Packers. And PFF has him as the seventh best pass blocking guard in all of football. Elgin James. Okay. Come on down. That's a good one. I know Devontae Adams would be the sexy one. Yep. It'd be great to have him in here for a 3D. But you know what? If Kirk can't drop back and have a couple seconds to survey the field, it's not going to matter. Yeah, right. So we're going to go uh, we're going to go there. Um I'm going to go with Buffalo. I'm going to take Stefan Diggs because he has proven what we thought for many years in Minnesota that boy, if that guy was just like given the same amount of chances as some of these other teams in the NFL uh give their top receivers, yep. he'd probably be up in that mix. And so Stefan Diggs is back on my team. Uh Tampa Bay this is a bit of a t- see this this is where like um, he's not playing right now because I think he's out for the season since like week five or six, but they've got one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL named Vita Vea. Yep. He and he's hurt. in his 20s. You're right. I, so I would, this would be a long play. I'm taking Vita Vea to, to play interior defensive line for me. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not sexy. Kansas City Chiefs, they've got a 29-year-old center who's also a really good pass blocker named Austin Ryder. And so I'm taking a left guard, oh, yeah. a center to replace you got a good Bradbury. offensive line okay. now. I'm taking Vita Vea to shore up the trenches. I'm I'm shore up the trenches, oh. and then I'm bringing Stefan Diggs back for a three deep with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen oh. because I think if you fix those Look at things, what you did. Honey Badger is interesting because you're going to need another uh, secondary weapon there. But if you fix the trenches and bring back a third wide receiver, that's amazing. I'm just Vikings going high fly act. In the Super Bowl. I'm going tightrope act. And hey, on Diggs too. The one thing, and this is not an insult on. Thielen, but the one thing is, for how long did we basically say, hey, it's 1A and 1B, right? This year, solve that one. It wasn't. Nope. Stephon Adam's a really nice player, but he's a two. Yep. He was always kind of more of a safety blanket for Stephon. Like Stephon Diggs put the exclamation point on, look, it's not me and Thielen. It's me, me, me again, and then Thielen. All right, question three on this four-question Friday. I don't know if you guys saw this image yesterday. So Joe Biden, I don't know if you heard, but Joe Biden took over the presidency earlier this uh, week for Donald Trump. I haven't been paying much attention. Crazy. I've mostly just been watching uh, NFL Network. Yeah, I watched so. Dan Campbell, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but uh, there was a picture of the differences in the Oval Office now, and one of them is uh, former President Trump used to have a little like black box with a red button in the middle of his desk. Dump button, right? Just like we have here? Yeah, we have one in here. It is the dump button in case we swear on live radio or yeah, something. Kirk, Kirk's almost made me do that a couple times. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and somebody had said, yeah, I was in his Oval Office for an interview for like an hour for like a magazine interview one time. And I was wondering, what does that red button do? And eventually in the middle of the interview, Trump reached across and he pushed the red button. 
And a couple minutes later, a butler with a silver platter and a Diet Coke on it walked in yep. and delivered a Diet Coke to Donald Trump. Yep. And so presumably this is a Diet Coke button that used to be in the Oval Office. Now, Joe Biden got rid of it because, you know, he's a heathen. Why would you not want a Diet Coke button in your office? But if you guys had a button in your office or wherever, like, let's say at I home or whatever, it, yeah. like somebody will you hit the button and somebody will deliver something to you. What would you want them to deliver? What yeah. would you want that button to represent? Oh, so many things. So many choices. But it can only be one thing. It can't be right. like. Right, 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 right. If I had a red button on my desk, you know what I think it might, it might be? A nacho button. Oh my nachos. God. I never thought on my a nacho button on my board there that Judd would put nachos. Really? On I didn't know you were such a nacho guy. I, oh, look, you know, it's a great snack. Nachos are great. It's a great snack. It's not and if they're done right, you know, you, you can have nachos at 4, dinner at 6. Nachos at Wow, don't get too crazy. Anyway, I would have a nacho button. Are you talking like uh nachos like beef nachos, chicken nachos? You know what? I would shredded probably pork nachos. Can, can I have can I have the button, like, have some alternates so I can decide as I punch the button? Because, you know, well, there's sometimes only one you do want, be- uh, you know, chicken. Sometimes you want beef. Sometimes you just want cheese on your nachos. So I'd like to Football. be able to decide. But it would be just a starting point to answer your question, a nacho button. Okay. What about what about you? And then oh. you can call it Nacho Button when somebody asks, "What's that button for?" Nacho Na- Button. Nacho- <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. Thanks. I'll show myself. Oh boy. Ah, uh, for me. All right. Well, this is tough. I mean, I would love it for it to be a Corona Hard Seltzer Button, but I just basically a have new those woman in the from fridge. Tinder. It walks in I don't every do time. Tinder. Declan. Nope. Nope. Uh, we oh. could have this conversation we'll on another down podcast, button. but we'll I don't down need button. Tinder. No, nope, I'm doing just fine. Yeah, it's anyway. the Corona Hard Seltzer Button. Yeah. For that. yeah. Uh, I think, and I, I talked about this. On Mackie and Judd the other day, I love ginger ale, and especially on a Saturday, Sunday when I've had too much fun with my Corona hard seltzers, I need a ginger ale. I want a ginger ale button. Okay. And also, it's a great mix, too, when I do want to drink with my whiskey. Sure. So I want a button that goes with ginger ale. Okay. So I own ginger ale. I tweeted this last night. I stand by it. For me, I just want the Perkins chicken tender melt with a giant, giant cup of ranch dipping dressing. Oh I love ranch dressing. I you do, guys, too. Have you guys ever had too. the chicken tender that melt seems like That seems like you'd get full a lot, though. It's okay. Yeah, you're going to. Like, I got nachos, which I can not get as full on. But, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's your button. Well, I mean, you, you can get full off nachos. <laughs> oh, no, I know. But, like, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's a good. Perky's is great, man. I'm Perky's. never going to put Perky's down, okay? It really is. Yeah. Long live Perky's. It's amazing. So uh, yeah, what, what would you get? Let us know in the YouTube comment section. What would your what would your button be for? Football. Okay. Final, final question here for you guys. Fourth question on this four question Friday. Deshaun Watson odds. Sportsbetting.com. Declan found this. Okay. Sportsbetting.com, by the way. What a great idea yeah. for a website. Seriously. I don't know who grabbed that back in the late nineties. <laughs> here are the odds. Jets plus two hundred. So that that would be this is I'll just translate. Two to one. Jets two to one. Dolphins three to one. Bears four to one, Broncos five to one, Patriots eight to one. That'd be amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Eight to one, Colts, Eagles ten to one. Vikings are thirty to one. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. They actually have all the teams listed here. It's amazing. I'll go to the bottom. The Chiefs and the Packers are at the bottom at three hundred to one and two hundred to one, and the Seahawks are one hundred to one along with the Bills. Who do you think winds up with them at the end of the day? Do you think he stays? 
What would you guys say? Well, I'd be curious to see who they do hire eventually as coach, because I think that could play a role. But the relationship seems like it's deteriorated beyond belief. And so my guess is he does not stay. I think he does force his way out of Houston. Uh, and I think I had this and write, this, write that down on Wednesday, so I will stick with it. I'm going with the Dolphins. I think the Jets take Trevor Lawrence because the contracts w- will be so good for five years. And then you can build around him. The confidence is that he is going to be, I believe, a generationally great quarterback, right or wrong. Uh, if you're the Dolphins, though, and you can spin Tua and send the Texans back, their top pick is a starting point that you got in, I think, the Laramie Tunsil trade, Phil. And now you and now the Dolphins have Watson. That, to me, makes the most sense. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. All right. Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota since 1904. Long, long time. And uh, they're stepping up their game even more in 2021 with MyShield, which is the online client destination for risk management resources. As a business owner, how helpful would it be for you to have employee training at your fingertips? Industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. That's where MyShield and Federated come in. Risk management, peace of mind, tools, anything you can imagine that applies to risk management for your company. Federatedinsurance.com and just click on MyShield or download the app. And you can also just talk to your Federated Insurance marketing representative today as well. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Dex? I'm going with the Bears, man. I'm going with the Chicago Bears because I think it'd be a hell of a lot of fun. It would keep Allen Robinson probably happy, too. You might be able to sign him as well. I think it'd be it'd be a great move for the Chicago do Bears. They have I'd be enough, terrified. But. In, in light of the Khalil Mack trade, do they do they now have enough to send to the Texans? I don't know. Let me check their 2021 draft Because they traded a couple picks. draft picks. I think, I think they traded two first-round picks, if not a little I bit th- more. I think it'd be a heck of a lot of fun if you went there. They do have a first, second, and third-round pick this year. Okay, so yeah. In fact, I just pulled up a, a sportsillustrated.com. SI.com has a new mockout, and they've got Zach Wilson falling to 20 and being selected by the Bears. It's interesting. Are you serious? Yeah. 20? Uh, if that happens, uh, I fire everybody if that happens. Seriously. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to stand by my write that down prediction from last week. The San Francisco 49ers are 20 to 1 on this list. That's a good one. But they just make a ton of sense. If you plop Deshaun Watson in with Kyle Shanahan and all the different things that they have going once they get healthy players back, I think that makes sense. Uh, Vikings at 30-1 to are a long shot, but... If um, it wasn't for the Rams giving up a haul for Jalen Ramsey, also the Rams would be a hell of a lot of fun with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and the Rams... But they're stuck with that golf contract, too. I don't know how you get around that. Sam Frank can just peace out on Jimmy G this year. Absolutely, The Rams can't do that with, with golf. So, all right, that's a wrap on this four-question Friday episode of Purple Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us. But it's on Saturday? Or someday that Declan decides to post it. Have a great day. It's, it's probably May by now. You probably already know where all these guys are. Yeah, before are my Corona Heart Seltzers, I'll, I'll try to get this in and scheduled. So <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, Dex. Sounds yeah, good. Fine. Just all keep right. on that's drinking. That's not my job. It's fine. See you guys.